Week seven, Bills at Patriots. Nick, why why do you <laughs> always pick the Bills to lose their game in Foxborough when they never lose the game in Foxborough? You, you keep know. doing this every year. I know. I do it every year, but it's I don't know. I, I'm born and raised Western New Yorker. I'm scarred. If you're ever wondering why does this guy, Nick, why is he always so negative? I'm born and raised, and this is proof right here, born and raised Niagara Falls. Like, I, I just can't not think that the Patriots are at least going to beat the Bills once. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Ryan O'Leary here, joined as always by Nick Wotan. It's the Bills Wire podcast. We're brought to you by the USA Today Network. Uh, Nick, how you doing, my friend? Ryan, it's always great to catch up with you. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's a nice slow period for us selfish writers, uh, as we were talking um, off the air a little bit. You know, it's our it's our summer break, quote unquote, even though please don't stop reading Bills Wire. I will be writing. We will be doing things at Bills Wire, but it's just, believe it or not, not as hectic as it is, you know. Uh, uh, Sunday morning in September and October and November. So uh, yeah, yeah, doing well though, Ryan, doing well. That's good to hear. Yeah, the content doesn't stop on Bill's Wire. It never does, but things do slow down in the NFL. We'll probably hibernate a little bit on the Bill's Wire podcast, but we'll be back probably around training camp time, maybe after training camp starts somewhere in that range to mm-hmm, start talking sure, about sure. you know the next season. So um, that's kind of our schedule. So this is kind of our off-season wrap-up pod and for me, Nick, just like the only thing I care about is schedule day. Now, schedule day, we've had a lot of time now to kind of go over the schedule because it came out last Thursday. So we've been waiting for it now. This is our first pod since then. So it's been out for a few days, but this is going to be the episode where we where we react to it and give our way too early predictions and get people mad at us for predicting losses, you know, that maybe people don't think that the Bills are going to lose. But, you know, we haven't seen them play a snap of football in 2023, but we're going to sit here and make you know, predictions, damn it, because why not? What else are we going to do? It's May 17th. Wait, people are going to get mad at you over your takes. Are you sure you're, you're talking about the right business here? Of course, <laughs> they're going to get mad at us, Ryan. Um, but hey, you know, uh, hindsight 2020, we both know that we're making uh, predictions here over games that will not happen for months and weeks and forever. And so many things are going to happen between now and then. But hey, you know what? It's fun. So we're going to do it. It is fun. It's going to be our gut reaction to every game, what we think right now. Uh, maybe we'll use some, you know, some recent Bills history <laughs> and weave that into some of our takes. But and really just getting to the, you know, to the end where the over under for the Bills regular season wins is ten and a half. Usually, Nick, that would be an automatic over for me. I see Bills ten and a half wins in a 17 game schedule. And I'm saying easy over like like get me on my app. Where can I bet? Where can I place that bet? Oh, I could do it legally in New Hampshire. I'm going to place it. But I, I haven't placed a bet yet. I want to. But I want to talk to you first and go through the schedule first here on the show before I officially make my bet because there's a lot of little segments of this schedule that the Bills have here that scare the crap out of me. I don't think it's an easy over this year. I might still go over. That's where I'm leaning as we get into this. But I don't know. It's not as easy as it has been in the past, right? This is a tough schedule, especially when you get into the latter part of it, which we'll talk about. But just overarching opinions on the schedule, Nick. I don't know. This is tough, right? They got the NFC East. The NFC East was up last year. Giants better than expected. Eagles were in the Super Bowl. Dallas is Dallas. Uh, Washington might suck this year, but still, I mean, you got that. You got a a road game in London. Oh, sorry, a quote unquote home game in London, which is actually a Jaguars home game, right? Uh, And then just it just gets brutal in the second half of the year. Never mind that you have road games against New England, the Jets and Miami, as you always do. But you also have the Bengals on the road. You have Kansas City on the road. You have the Eagles on the road. The Chargers on the road. Like, I don't know, the schedule makers were not friendly to the Bills. So there's a lot 
in this schedule that freaks me out a little bit, Nick. It makes that 10.5 not as easy as an overbet as maybe years past. Totally agree. Yeah, the schedule makers got something against this team, I guess. But um, it's uh, it's definitely the, the overriding takeaways you as you referenced uh, those couple road games, Ryan, that are out of the division, if you will, and it, 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 and even you know with the Jets sprinkled in there in the second uh, matchup in the second half of the year. Um, yeah, second half of the year, it's it's going to be a okay. I don't want to sound you know too too uh, to the point uh, and chronologically ordered, but uh, the first half of the year is going to be massive for the Bills because they got to get some wins. They got to rifle off some wins early, just in case there's some stumbling later on. Of course, you know it might make for a little bit more excitement later on in the year if you know maybe they they trip once or twice and they need a big win. But uh, you know the Bills would obviously rather be in a place where okay, we're getting ready to gear up and face you know KC and Cincy and all these great teams in the in the AFC and you know throw the Cowboys in there and the Eagles it's 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 gonna be a tough second half of the year it's gonna be exciting a lot of good teams um but yeah the Bills really I think they've really got to rifle off some wins early if they're gonna hit that 10 and a half and uh you know we're gonna get into it but I I, I don't I don't hate that 10 and a half no it's it it does look like a good number right but let's see if we have a path to it and I agree 100 I think my number one takeaway from this schedule was the Bills have to come out of the first 10 games with at least seven wins. I don't think you could have, if you have four losses in the first 10 games, you're in trouble. So I think the Bills have to be at least seven and three uh, going through the first 10 uh, games to get to that number. But we'll we'll see if we can find a path to it. Let's start week one. I, I think the NFL gave us a fun one here. Bills at Jets, Monday night football. So the Bills get the first look at the new look Jets with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, Rodgers will be right in all of our faces right on national TV Monday night. Bills were installed as one and a half point favorites in this game. Kind of reminds me of last year a little bit, Nick, where the Bills, you know, they were on the road. Tough game, you know, big uh, primetime spot last year was the Thursday night opener against the Rams, right? It was super sloppy game. I look back at it. I'm like, wasn't there a ton of turnovers? Yeah, the Bills had four turnovers. The Rams had three. (laughs) So it was a sloppy ass game. Bills still won it 31 to 10. Uh, but it was sloppy, so I don't think either of these teams will be themselves in week one, but I just kind of feel like the Bills might be the better of the two teams at that particular moment, week one, just because it's a new era for the Jets and Aaron Rodgers, right? I, I'm I'm right there with you, um, um, Ryan. It's 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 a you know it's not going to make you know for good radio here or good Stephen A. radio of us yelling back and forth, but I I. I trying to you know not be a bills homer which i i never really think i am uh, too often with the things i write and say no. um but uh yeah i think just you know it's going to take time it's going to take time and how much are you going to really play aaron Rodgers in the preseason because you know he's probably not going to want to um his receivers you know i'm not super sold on him i think they're like decent you know pretty solid um wilson was the 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 young guy there last year who looked good in one season but again you know with the crew that Aaron Rodgers brought over, which is just astounding to me that they brought over his entire career that he complained about for like years. <laughs> yeah. like just beyond me. Um, but yeah, I think the Bills are going to get a big edge in this game because, um, yeah, just simply put, uh, they've been doing this for a couple of years together and the Jets have a good defense. Don't get me wrong. But uh, yeah, uh, I think that uh, it, it plays in the Bills' hand here um, just offensively. And, and, and when a devil's advocate can say the Bills don't have their... Um, quarterback of the defense anymore Tremaine Edmonds but I you know that unit is still so in sync that I think that uh you know it's gonna go well for the Bills yeah I agree I I think you're getting the Jets at a good time it's a really fun game I like that they put it week one Monday night it's gonna be great 
I, I can't wait for that game. Uh, but I just think it's going to take some time. I think when the Bills meet the Jets later on in the year, so it'll be week 11, they play again in Buffalo. That's when the Jets could be maybe a different animal. But I think week one, it's setting up well for the Bills. I would probably go with the under, the uh, over-under right now. It's way too early, but the over-under right now is set at 48. I'm seeing it a lot of mm. books, and I think I'd, I'd probably go under. Uh, it's going to be sloppy. Rodgers loves to work at a slow p- pace at the line of scrimmage. He's always trying to like work the play mm. clock down and get you to jump off sides. you got good defenses on both sides. So I, I might think a sloppy, low-scoring game, but the Bills could win it. Uh, I don't think I don't think they get the 30 points like they did last year against the Rams in the opener, but I think they they win this one and it's not super sketchy, hopefully. But we're aligned in week 1, Nick. We're both uh we're both going win. We both have the Bills being 1 and 0 heading into week 2. We're we're not going to spend a ton of time on all of these like week 2 home opener Raiders. Is there anything to talk about here? I think the Bills roll. Right there with you. I think the Bills roll. The uh, Raiders are one of those teams kind of turning their page as well uh to Jimmy G. Uh, we'll see how that works. Good luck. But uh, I, you know, it, it's it's the Bills home opener. I mean, uh, in being a homer sense, I mean, it's it's no no other day like it in Western New York. Rain or shine, no matter who the Bills are playing, no matter how good the team is, everyone's just up for it. It's just going to be such an atmosphere. Team's going to be up for it because of that, I think. And yeah, I, I'm definitely taking the Bills in this one. Simply, no matter how bad that the, the, the Jets beat the Bills potentially in week one, no matter what. There's no way I will ever change this week two predi- prediction of the Bills over the, the Raiders. I just think there's going to be just a lot of, lot of, lot of players jazzed up. Uh, the community is going to be jazzed up, and I think that's bad news for the Raiders. Yep, we're in lockstep completely there. So we both have the Bills 2-0 and heading into week three at Washington, and I just think this is the easiest of those NFC East teams the Bills have on their schedule. I think this is the easiest one, even on the road. I just have a feeling with Sam Howell starting for Washington, they had a chance to draft quarterbacks this year, Nick. They decided not to. I just think they're they're a team that could be picking at the top of the draft in 2024. That's just kind of what I'm feeling about Washington. I think I, I don't I don't see it with this team. And now maybe they'll surprise. They were probably better than a lot of people expected with T- Taylor Heineke running around out there at quarterback. But now it's Sam Howell. He's a huge unknown. I just I don't see Washington providing a ton of resistance to the Bills. So I see them rolling in week three as well. I ranked our opposing starting quarterbacks at one point during the schedule release week. The commanders were the only team I had to look up who the hell their quarterback was. <laughs> so was Howell last? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? The, yeah, he was definitely. Well, I, I was going from lowest to highest. So he was first, so definitely last in, in the context that you meant it, Ryan. But uh, yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, that's uh, okay. I was actually taken aback. I was like, oh, it's not Taylor Heineke. It's. <laughs> whoever this guy is yeah, it's like oh they play so, football in yeah, North Carolina. no offense to I him he's a better that. athlete than i'll ever pro- like be able to pro- project myself to pretend to myself to be but i mean good luck good luck bud i i even wrote and you know me Buff- buffalo by a billion is what i wrote and i would yeah. never never <laughs> imagine me doing that yeah so you're you're off the rails already here just pro bills yeah. we're both three and oh everything's great you know, we're talking about this very tough schedule here. We're three and zero. Everything's great. That sounds like kind of the Bills, though, right? They usually get off to a hot start, uh, so this is no different. Week four, home versus Miami. This is where I think it starts to get fun, and you can start to debate a little bit, right? Because Miami's a good team. Miami gave the Bills all kinds of problems last year. They even gave them problems in the playoff game that Tua didn't play. And Sky- someone named Skylar Thompson was out there, and the Bills had a hard time. I think what was it, thirty four, thirty one was the final. 
You never yeah, thought the one. you never felt the Bills were going to lose, but it wasn't easy. So there's something with this Dolphins team. You know, they gave the Bills problems. They knocked them off last year. Uh, so give me your take on Bills home against the Dolphins week four. Yeah, I'm I'm seeing the Bills in this one. I took the Bills again because I'm such a homer again. Um, but I think this one being at home against the Dolphins early in the season, the Bills are going to be, you know, they're going to remember um, what what this game is going to mean considering last year how close the the Dolphins were. Um, and I think uh, again, uh, you know, it, it last year didn't happen all the time, but in not trying to, you know forget about the long-term history of Josh Allen's career. He just always seems to play good against the Dolphins. Um, sometimes even when the Bills are keep it close, he still plays really well against the Dolphins. I don't know what it is with the Dolphins. I always joke the guy hates the color turquoise or something, but he he gets red in his eyes when he sees that turquoise, and I think the no Bills doubt. at home early in the year, uh, I think that they're going to they're gonna be you know picking up a little bit of speed here at this point, and I got them now going 4-0 and beating the Dolphins. Yeah, you're such a homer, man. What's going on with you? Four and zero for the Bills. That's oh, great. Pump your brakes. <laughs> I I don't love this spot. Uh, so uh, so first of all, this game will be played in October October first. So well before you know any weather should play in Buffalo's favor, right against this warm weather Dolphins team, right Nick. So that's one thing. It, I'd like this game later in the year in Buffalo. And unfortunately, it's the other way around. The Bills go to Miami in the heat, in I think week eighteen, they ended Miami, yep. right? Yep. Uh, so. There's that. There's also it's the week before the Bills are traveling to London. So you have all of that going on behind the scenes. You're trying to get your your family, your kids out there. You maybe you're maybe making a little vacation out of it. I don't know. Maybe it's more than a business trip. Uh, and I, you know, I said, you know, I, I said earlier how the Dolphins have given the Bills some fits. And also they added Jalen Ramsey. So now Josh Allen's dealing with Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard. So do they provide some resistance defensively? to Josh Allen, who does usually carve this team up, but maybe they are a little bit more resistant. So I don't think the Bills are sweeping the division. I think there'll be a couple losses in the division this year and would not be surprised if they won this one at home, but I also would not be surprised at all given the the London trip on deck uh, that they just might not be 100% on point on this one, even at home. And I'm going to I'm gonna go loss here. Even It's May 17th. I might change my mind, Nick, but I'm, this, is a, this is a loss for me. So I have them at three and one. Sure, sure. I'm good points, Ryan. It's it, it's you know Jalen Ramsey. I think is is he's good, but I I just I've always thought he's so overrated, and I I, I kind I've of never agree. Seen actually, just tell people that he is good, and everyone just go okay. But I don't know. Every time he plays Josh Allen, I think Josh plays pretty well against him. Um, that's just uh, that's just my take of it. But uh, you you are making good points, especially about the upcoming contest in Week Five. Now, the game in London is where, you know, reading your stuff on Bills Wire, I know that you have predicted the Bills to finally have their first loss week five mm-hmm. against the Jags in London. Tell us why. Yeah, um, you know, it's it's a little bit of an advantage that the Jaguars have for the first time ever. They're going to be a team that um, is playing back to back games and they're going to play a home game, quote unquote, their usual home game uh, against the Atlanta Falcons in week four in London. Then they have to travel all the way within London from Wembley Stadium to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, um, which, by the way, Bills fans going there. I've been there twice now because I'm a Tottenham fan. Um, Spurs don't play very well there lately, but uh, the stadium itself is beautiful. And they're the same company that's building or built the the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. They're the same ones designing and putting together the Bills Stadium. You can kind of see the renderings and compare them. They look very similar. So it is a good stadium. It's going to be cool for that reason uh, alone. But uh, yeah, the Jaguars are 
you know, they're the road team technically, but they're they're home and home. They're going to be well adjusted to London. Uh, I think that they're a team that's that's a bit on the rise. Um, they won their division last year. They were just nine and eight, I believe. But um, you know, I think we saw some positive steps from Trevor Lawrence uh, in year two. Um, you know, he's supposed to you know be the next big thing as a rookie, and he played like a rookie. Wow, crazy! Who would have predicted that a rookie's going to play like a rookie? But then he's looked pretty good last year. I thought uh, at certain times. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much my reasoning. I think just the Bills traveling overseas um, and then going and uh, you know taking on the Jaguars, who have been there. And uh, they're going to have uh, some couple guys on their team, including Trevor Lawrence. That uh, you know they were they were there the last time that they did beat this Bills team. So they did beat them. I mean, it was it was the ugliest football game I've seen in a long time. But I think it was what nine to six or something. They did yeah. beat the Bills. They did beat the Bills already. So I think they're going to have a, a little bit of confidence confidence on their side. And I think uh, just yeah, those those outlying. Uh, uh, parts of traveling to London too that you laid out there, Ryan, as well. I mean, it's it's not just the you know, uh, adjusting to the time difference. Um, it's, you know, it, it, is family going to come? Is what, what's going to go on here? So, yeah, I got the bills falling, tripping up. And I say to you all the time off the air, Ryan, I, I say it all the time to anyone, there's always a game, a game or two every year. Speaking of that nine to six loss that you're like, how the hell did this I, team? Just I lose still that don't game? know. I still don't know. <laughs> yes, no, nobody knows how they lost that game before. And, you know, maybe I'm just, can too connected to that loss or thinking about that loss too much, but yeah, when with the Jaguars here and, and a lot of it for me right now, it could change as you said before. And with some of your answers, Ryan, but right now I see the bills falling in London. Uh, so London bridge is going to come down with the bills or the bills are going to go down with it. Whatever you want to say. Oh man. Now I got the Coca melon and my kids, you know, London bridge is falling down. I've probably heard that song a million times. Coca melon, <laughs> my one year old. Oh God. Now get that out of my head. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think those are all great points. The fact that, Jacksonville, not only have they been in London before, they know the turf, they know that stadium, they know everything about, you know what I mean? They're just comfortable there. They'll also have already be there and play a game the week before. It is a huge advantage for Jacksonville. Again, it's like this schedule for the Bills is just brutal. And this is a quote unquote home game for the Bills. So they end up with eight home games, eight road games in this neutral site game. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I could definitely see them falling to the Jags. I just I want to say that I don't think Jacksonville's quite there yet. I think they're on the come. They dispatched the Chargers at a playoff game last year. They really gave the Chiefs a scare in the playoffs too. After Mahomes was limping around in that ankle, right? It was mm-hmm. it got really sketchy there for the Chiefs. They only beat the Jags by one score. So the Jaguars are on the come. I just I'm not ready to say that they they're going to beat the Bills, even though they have a huge advantage in this uh, neutral side game. So I had win here. But it's a scary ass game. And to, to all your points, I think this one is very scary uh, for for all those reasons. So we're both at four and one. So we're we're, we're getting there in different ways, Nick. But we're we're both four and one through five. I think that's fair. So you know whether you think you know the Miami game's a win or a loss or this Jaguars game, I think both of those could go either way. Uh, we both have the Bills at four and one through five, and then we come home from London, jet lagged, and you get the Giants in the Brian Dayball Bowl. On Sunday night football, Nick. So, so what do you think about that that matchup? I mean, I am going through my game by game, and I'm thinking as the Bills are going to this one, being four and one. They just lost against the Jaguars in my world, uh, Nick's world of Buffalo Bills football in 2023. And I'm just looking at this, going, you know, I, the Bills are not going to be messing around if, if they lose to the Jaguars, and I think that they're also going to have a little bit of added juice going against Brian Dable. Um, 
in not a negative sense, you know, but you know, we've all played against our buddies in games. You want to still win. You still want those bragging rights. And I think, uh, I think, I don't think the bills are going to be messing around. And I, I, I think too, just in general, um, I mean, God bless Brian Dable getting Daniel Jones that extension, but um, I am, I am very curious looking at the giants and going, are they going to regret that extension? Cause I still think that, it, that that guy's got something to prove. Um, I mean, two went through for more yards last year than Daniel Jones. He's making a few bucks missed. this year. <laughs> Sorry. Daniel Jones is making a few dollars this year, Nick. I don't know if you've yeah. heard. Yeah, exactly. He's making a few dollars and, you know, two went through for more yards and like not playing five, missing five or six games last year. I get it. He runs. He, that, that is the formula that they're using, uh, the Josh Allen type formula with them. But I just feel like that team's got, got, it, it's, it's an average team. I mean, that, that was a record last year. I think it was, it, was it eight, eight and one. Um, uh, they were right, right, like 500 football-ish area, and I think the Bills are better than that. I think if you're struggling with the Giants at home, we're probably starting to worry a little bit. You know what I mean? They're just not that good of an outfit. But here's my here's my prediction: where Bills fans are going to clip this and come back, and if they care enough to say, "Hey, O'Leary, here's why you're stupid," they're going to clip this and throw this one back in my face someday. Uh, because I think this one is uh, Giants nine. Bill six. I think this is a nine to six game <laughs> this year. I just, I have them winning this game in London. Maybe they have a few hot toddies out there, Nick, you know, feeling good about themselves, come home. And all of a sudden you got to turn it back on Sunday night football with Dayball coming in. Dayball knows the bills and at least their offensive players as well as anybody. So, I mean, yeah. and then you got, you got Daniel Jones, who's like, you know, they're, they're trying to turn him into Josh Allen jr. Now I'm I'm not, I'm not saying he's Josh Allen, but that's what they're trying to do with him, right? So I don't know. I think the Giants are they're a plucky little team. They're not an easy pushover. And they could hang around in the football game if the Bills are not really on point. If they're a little jet lagged, right? They have some turnovers or whatever. I could see them getting picked off. So this is my nine to six game. This is the head scratcher where we're like, how the hell did they lose to that freaking team? And I think this yeah. is it. So I went loss here. So I'm I have them at four or two. You have them at five and one. For now. For now, so yeah, let's just let's just let's move on, on to to my annual question, week seven, Bills at Patriots. Nick, why why do you <laughs> always pick the Bills to lose their game in Foxborough when they never lose the game in Foxborough? You, you keep know. doing this every year. I know I do it every year, but it's I don't know. I, I'm born and raised Western New Yorker. I'm scarred. If you're ever wondering why does this guy Nick why is he always so negative, I'm born and raised, and this is proof right here. Born and raised Niagara Falls. Like I, I just can't not think that the Patriots are at least going to beat the Bills once, even though the Bills have clearly played better than them over the, over the nice chunk of time here. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, I think the Patriots are probably going to be at the bottom of the AFC East, but again, I think there's a game or two every year. They're like, how the hell did you lose this game? And, and this is another one I guess came to where I was like, you know what? I, I don't know why they let Matt Patricia call plays for that long last year <laughs> and yeah. he's not doing that anymore thank goodness for the Patriots fans thank, thank goodness for you lot out there because I don't know what the hell they were doing I mean, you got Matt Jones on the sideline being like what is happening <laughs> it, it was comical um you love to see it from Western New York but I think that they're for all their deficiencies that they had on offense I mean Bill puts together a pretty good defense still and uh yeah so I got the Bills falling here, and again, it's a and it's a road game within the division. And for me, is what this kind of came down to as well 
is where the last two games of the season are as well. I'm like, okay, last two games of the season that things finally kind of like the, the, the foot comes off the gas in terms of the schedule makers hating the bills. They finish against the Patriots again. And then the dolphins. And I'm like, after that tough scratch, I think the bills are going to be jazzed up for those two games. Like they're, they might need those wins at least for seeding, at least maybe for a playoff spot. And then I'm going through, I'm like, well, then they're not going to go six and zero in the division. There's no way. So yeah, my bold prediction, one of them here, I got the Patriots. I know I know this is like no X's and O's and all is made up logic in my head, but other than the Patriots just having a pretty solid defense all the time usually, but yeah, there there you have it. I got the Bills down to 5 and 2 after 7 games. Like Nick, you do you do know Tom Brady retired, right? He hasn't been a Patriot for a long time. I am aware of that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the Bills are going to beat the Patriots. I don't care if they play in Foxborough, <laughs> London, Buffalo, I don't care. Uh, so yeah, so I got I got the Bills winning, and and I'm a Patriots fans fo- fan, folks, and I have the Bills sweeping the Patriots this year because no, it's not happening. But Nick, you can't help yourself. You're always going to pick that game, so that gets us both the five and two. So again, we're finding a different path to the same record. I, I want to say I want to say you know what it'll change it'll change when I do my next game predictions, but I really don't even know if that's going to change. No, it's, it's, no, it's so next embedded. year we'll be the we'll pain be in is the, so embedded. We'll be in this spot next year. We'll do the same thing. You'll pick against the Bills when they go to Fox Pro. It's fine. They'll be picking number one, and I'll go, I don't know, you know? Yeah, I got seriously. that plucky new quarterback. <laughs> seriously, uh, speaking of Tom Brady retired, the Bills play the new-look Tampa Bay Bucks, who have Baker Mayfield as their quarterback. It's This is a Thursday night game right after the Patriots won. They come home to Buffalo for this one, Nick. Uh, you, in one of your uh, great lists that you post on Bills Wire, ranked the Bucks, I believe, as the easiest game on the Bills schedule, right? So this yes. is nothing to discuss. Yes, I think that the Bills are going to be so much better than the Buccaneers. It's not even funny. Um, maybe, maybe, yeah. I did it head to head, so I would say as a team, neutral site, Buccaneers. I take over the Commanders, but I put the Commanders as the more difficult game because simply it's on the road and a one o'clock game. And I think the Buccaneers is their easiest game because it, you know Thursday night football. They don't. I don't know if I don't think they quote unquote counted as prime time, but we all counted as prime time. So we're playing at home prime time against the Buccaneers. I think it's the easiest win of the year for the Bills right here. Yeah, the Bucks still have some players, but it feels like they won their Super Bowl. Brady retired, and it's just kind of like, are they really going to, you know, gear it all back up and put it all together and make another run? Doesn't feel likely. Yeah, so I I'm with you. I think. I think this is a good spot. I like the home Thursday night uh, teams more than the road ones, especially because those games could be ugly. So we both have a win there. Nothing, nothing to see here, but there's plenty to see in week nine. We both have the bills at six and two going into this game, Nick and uh, at Cincinnati Sunday night football. So they return to uh, the stadium for the first times where, you know, DeMar Hamlin suffered that scary cardiac arrest on the field. We all obviously Mm -hmm. that's seared into our memories. First game back in Cincinnati, on national TV, we'll hear all about that, I'm sure, in the pregame leading up to it. Of course. Uh, what do you think? Bills, Bengals. I got the Bills. I got the Bills. I think the Bills are this team that's um, somehow, someway, they're going to go into this game. They are going to be 6-2. and two. They're going to maybe be leading the AFC East, and Sean McDermott is going to get his best worthy underdogs hat on, and he's going to motivate these guys because I really don't even think these, these players are going to need much motivation. I mean, the way they were... I mean, let's be honest, they're kind of embarrassed in the playoffs. I mean, it was, you know, you, if you walked out and got a, got a restroom break in in the first five minutes of that game, the Bills were down 14 nothing. It was it was bad. It was not a good, not a good game for the Bills. And the postseason and the Bengals are a good team. This is going to be a fun game. But I went with the Bills because they're going to want their revenge, I think. And I think that they are going to get it. And the Bills, you know, 
I've kind of done this in the past too. You know, we'll get to the Chiefs in a couple minutes, but uh, yeah, I, the Bills have gotten their revenge on the Chiefs in the regular season, and I think they do here uh, against the Bengals. Yeah, I like that take. Uh, you know, I went loss here just because it's on the road, and the Bengals have been somewhat of a nemesis. And I just, it's May seventeenth, but mm-hmm. when we're when we're doing this pod, right? I want to see it. I want to see them go out there, beat this team, and be confident, just like we've seen them do against the Chiefs, right? We saw them kind of exercise those demons. We haven't seen it with the Bengals. The Bengals have been a pain in the ass for the Bills lately, uh, mm-hmm. and they've kind of asserted themselves as like that next team behind the Chiefs, and the Bills have to get it back. So until I see it, I still have to pick Cincinnati at home. If this is a Buffalo, I might go with Buffalo for all the reasons you just said, but because it's on the road... It scares me a little bit. There, there's still that thing, you know, the DeMar Hamlin thing. Well, there might be some pregame stuff that goes on for that. You know what I mean? Like, it was such a huge story. That's yeah. going to be weighing on the players, too. I don't know if that plays into the X's and O's on the field, but I just think uh, it's it's just one of those spots where I got to see it first. Uh, so I, I went last year, so I have them dropping to six and three. Uh, but I don't think we were going to see any losses on... Monday night football the week after. So this is what Thursday night, Sunday night, and then Monday night, three straight yes, weeks. Yes. That's good for you, Nick. You're going to love covering those games for Bill's. Yeah, no, I mean, who would want to, you know, be in bed at a normal time? <laughs> no. Not I. <laughs> yeah. Your schedule is going to be all jacked up. Uh, week yes, 10, sir. the bills, uh, after going to Cincinnati, come home to host the Denver Broncos, uh, with Sean Payton and, you know, a revitalized Russell Wilson. Do the Broncos scare you at all on Monday Night Football Week 10, Nick? Um, I mean, I think they're going to be a better team. I don't, I don't know how much better, though, so I'm not super scared of this this game right now. I think, you know, because uh, you mentioned before, um, maybe if the Bengals were at home this week, the Bills would be your pick. But, um, you know, Bills, Monday Night Football at home, I mean, that's always an intense atmosphere for anyone. I think the Broncos are going to be much better. I think Nathaniel Hackett was a terrible choice for a head coach. I don't know why they did it. Um he was just so questionable as the Bills offensive coordinator once upon a time that like the apple doesn't fall far in the NFL, a.k.a. it never does. Like people just don't change seemingly in the NFL feels like. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, I thought that, you know, I mean, you're, you don't win Super Bowls and, and MVPs and all that. And you're that bad. I just felt like the coaching last year for Russell Wilson had to be so awfully bad. Um, and he wasn't great either. But, you know, um, I think that they're going to be better, but I don't think they're going to be better in week 10. Yeah, I'm with you. I go Bills win here. The Broncos, I, I just can't take them seriously after last year at all. <laughs> no, I just can't. Their offense was so freaking bad. And I know Sean Payton will probably fix some of that. But still, the Broncos, they, they didn't have a draft pick until the third round this year. They, You know what I mean? They didn't have like a big splash in the free agency outside of trading a first-round pick for Sean Payton. So I feel like there's still be some growing pains on offense. Uh, I, I just can't see them being a juggernaut. And they're really good on defense, but... They're going to have their third season with a different defensive coordinator. That went from Vic Fangio to Ijiro Ivero. Ivero was great last year, but they don't retain him after firing Hackett. And now they bring in Vance Joseph, who his defense has kind of sucked the last couple of years in Arizona. So I, I don't know. Could their defense take a step back? Maybe. So the Broncos, I'm just not sold on that team at all. Uh, and I like the Bills at home. So that gets us through the, those first 10. So you can see there's a lot of winnable games in this first 10, right? You have them at eight and two, Nick. I have them at seven and three. I said in you know the kind of the leadoff. I thought the Bills they got to win at least seven. I think seven's the number. Eight mm-hmm. and two would be a great spot if they were eight and two going into that Week Eleven home game against the Jets, which we'll get to. I'd be ecstatic about that as a Bills fan. I think that's a great spot to be. Uh, I still think it's too tough of a schedule to be ten and zero. Like I'm not. I'm not going there. Eight 
seven wins, something like that would be would be perfect. You look at Broncos, Tampa Bay, you know, that Giants game should be pretty winnable. Washington, the Raiders, like these are games where the Bills just they gotta win. They gotta win these games. They cannot drop four games. If they drop four of these first uh, ten, I'm gonna be really worried about the over under at ten and a half. I, I think we we might not get there. Uh, so you have them at eight and two. I'm at seven three. So we have them on pace through ten as as we kind of take our little break here because this is our this is our line of you know this is our line of demarcation right for the season. Week ten, where are we at? I, I, and going into week eleven, I think this is going to be a key a key thing we're talking about when we get to when we finally get to the regular season. Yeah, no, this is this is the first thing out of all like the the quote unquote takeaways, observations, whatever you want to call them in your stories that you write after the schedule comes out. I mean, this was the the big area here for me that I was, you know, that just stuck out like a sore thumb. It was <clears throat> excuse me, uh, it was this this run here. This is gonna be this is gonna be interesting and this is where I think the fun's gonna be begin for me and you as well right now, Ryan. <laughs> it, it is, yeah, it is. So week eleven the Bills are home against the Jets. I, I kind of, I maybe gave away my pick a little bit earlier on when I said the Jets might be a different team in week 11. I think the Bills will have a, an advantage in week one, even on the road. Uh, but even at home in week 11, I think the Jets might have some things figured out. Their defense is really good. Uh, Aaron Rodgers might be playing some better football by then, might be a little bit more comfortable. So the Jets are way more scary to me in week 11 than they are in week one. But what do you think? Do you have the Bills sweeping the Jets this year? I do. I do. Actually, I have the Bills sweeping the Jets. Um, I think last year was surprising for the Bills when they did not sweep, um, which, you know, why why are you picking them now to sweep when they have Aaron Rodgers? Well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers in his career has has not win, has not win, has not won in Buffalo. Owen uh, two there. Um, minor, minor thing because he's going to be playing there a bit more often now. But um, yeah, I, I just think that the Bills kind of play him pretty well, even even last time out last year. Um, in Buffalo, um, I mean, it was the Aaron Jones show. He 143 rushing yards. The the Bills couldn't stop the run. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, was at 200 yards passing, which for Aaron Rodgers standards is pretty bad. It's he, he did not have a good game. Um, but it, it, yeah, I and I just you know, um, uh, I think that this is again as as we kind of say. Uh, how did the Bills lose that game? I think this is one of those games you go, oh, okay, the Bills won that game. We'll take that. And of course, I think. It, jokes aside, you know the the Bills at home. I think that that's a formidable uh, formidable welcome that uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to get. Um, you know uh, he, he's 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 been in Buffalo as a member of the Packers, but it's a little bit different when you're on the Jets. I would say the the yeah. welcome you're going to get, the the hostilities you're going to get. So yeah, I, I you know I think that this is uh, one of those ones you go, oh okay, the Bills won. Yeah, if you if you put on a Jets uniform, you're just you're you're hated, right? I think you know you could have you're not welcomed. I'll no, you that. could you could have a bunch of random fans at a, at a at a restaurant. If somebody walks in with a Jets jersey, they're gonna start giving that person shit. I mean, you know what I mean? That's just what it is. And I don't right. usually say that word on the podcast, but uh, so that's just a little treat for the folks because I don't think I'll remember to go back and edit that, Nick. So my apologies. Yeah, we usually keep it go. clean here. Usually keep it clean <laughs> on the pod. Uh, I went lost here just because. I again, I want to see it to believe it. I I think it's a little uh, optimistic to think the Bills are going to sweep the Jets just because those games against the Jets were such tractor pulls last year. They were so the Bills had a hard time with that team. They couldn't sure. really figure them out uh, defensively. Uh, the the Jets defense gave the Bills a lot of fits. Gave Josh Allen fits. Uh, almost broke his elbow as well, right? So I mean, there was yeah, 
there there was issues against the Jets, and, and I think the Jets in that Week Eleven game, even in Buffalo, that one scares me a little bit. I think the Jets, you know, if they're if they're going to be a you know a force, if they're going to be a problem this year at all in the division and, and in the conference, I think we'll know by Week Eleven. Um, so I went lost there just because I wasn't quite ready to give the Bills a sweep there. So now you're at nine and two, and I'm at seven and four. So you're way more optimistic than me, Nick, uh, and people are loving you way more than they're loving me. Um, so I want to I want to lump in weeks twelve through fourteen. So we'll just do this these together because this is one of the most fascinating stretches of the schedule for the Bills because coming off of this home game against the Jets, you go at Philly in week twelve. Uh, the defending NFC champions. Then you have your bye week, mm-hmm. and then you play Kansas City on the road. <laughs> so yes. at Philly, bye, at Kansas City, you're playing the NFC champions and then the Super Bowl champions in three weeks with a break in between. Uh, not fair. <laughs> That's a really rough stretch. That's not very nice, yeah. schedule makers. Uh, so why don't you just give me those two games in one, Nick? Uh, at Philly, at KC, what do you think? Um... So Philly, I mean, they're a good team. Um, you know, it's 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 hard for me not to point them as the best roster in the NFL. Really, um, the pieces they have there, they're they're so talented. The Bills do pretty good against mobile quarterbacks. Uh, I think it'll be a good game, but I do have the Bills losing um, again. Sometimes it comes down to you doing these game by game things. Philly is at home. Uh, you know, that's gonna that then you know I, I wrote. There's no reason to believe the Bills can't keep pace with them, but you know they're the home side, so I went with Philly there. Um, it's it's just that they're such a good team. Uh, I think the Bills are a very good team too, and there's going to be a lot of quote unquote Super Bowl preview question mark, you know, going on in this week. Because um, it's, I think it's very fair to say the Super Bowl runs through Philly in the NFC. Uh, they're they're that, especially the AFC is is the more stocked with quarterback talent conference at this time. Um, you know, I, I mean. Jalen Hurts looked good last year, man. He looked real good. I think the He's Bills good are player. good. I think the Eagles are good. And I'm just going with the Eagles here. Now here's where it gets interesting. I got the Bills losing to Kansas City as well. So I got back-to-back losses here. This would be the first time Sean McDermott has ever lost as a Bills head coach coming out of the bye. So, again, how did the Bills lose that one? Uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm now the Bills. I went from the hero of Bills Mafia right now at 9-2 and two to the, you know, back to where I belong at 9-4. and four. Um <laughs> it's just, you know, it's almost like it seems like a coin flip, but again, I mean, these are just two really, really good teams. Um, And again, I'm not saying the bills aren't a really good team. I have them beating the Bengals uh, earlier on. If we, we are forgetting that and angry at me now, but you're defending yourself already. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm already chucking away from the tomatoes being thrown at me, but um, it's uh, yeah. Even coming off the bye, I think that the, the chiefs are just, you know, they're, they're, they're a force to be reckoned with and the bills, I, I know that again, this is not an X's and O's operation we're doing, but the Bills have beat them, I think, the last time or two in Kansas City. So I think the Chiefs are due to beat the Bills in Kansas City, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's a fair point for sure. I also had the Philly game being a loss. I just think that's a team the Bills aren't as familiar with, and they're kind of a wagon. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. You're, you're you're right. Uh, there's there's not a team that's I don't think anywhere as close to them in the NFC. Uh, and they were pretty good as front runners last year in that conference. I just think it's going to be the same kind of deal in the NFC. Phillies, uh, they're just loaded. Um, they have they're stacked on defense with edge rushers, and they have weapons on offense all over the place. It's that's a tough game. So 
you know, the Bills, I mean, they're capable of winning it. As you said, Nick, I, I had a loss as well. I did have the Bills beating Kansas City, so this is where we differ. Uh, the okay, Bills have had okay. KC's number a little bit the last couple times out. So, uh, you know, maybe maybe they're due to lose at Arrowhead. But in my picks, I have the Bills falling to the Jets and then to Philly and then hitting the bye week. So I have them just, you know, they're 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 eating. They're chewing on nails at that point. You know what I mean? Like they're just sure. completely fired up, angry, coming out for a must win showing at Kansas City. And that's that's kind of where I was at in my picks going into week 14. So. Um, I have them splitting those two. You have them losing both. You're at nine and four. I'm at eight and five. And then let's just lump this final stretch together as well, because uh, we, we were saying this back half of the schedule um, is tough. Uh, and, and this is why. So weeks 15 to 18, the close of the season, the Bills host Dallas. Then they go and play at the Chargers. Then they host the Patriots. And then they got to go to Miami. Which, uh, let me see what the date is going to be. What is that, January? No, no, not January. Probably like December. Yeah, I think it's like a January. Oh, yeah, January, or something like yeah that. January 7th at Miami. So, could be like a, a heat game in the middle of the winter when the Bills are used to playing games at home against New England, home against Dallas, at Kansas City, at Philly. I mean, these are all going to be cold weather games, assuming. Now you're going to play that random warm weather game in Week 18 against Miami when there could be a lot of playoff things on the line in that game, right? Playoff positioning. So uh, an interesting stretch, those four to end the season. Do you see a loss or two in that stretch of four, Nick, to get us to our final record? I do. I do. I think just going chronologically, I think week 15 against the Cowboys, I think the Bills have just fared pretty well against the Cowboys in recent years. To your point, um, you know, I said that the Bills are due for a loss against the Chiefs. Um, I went the opposite direction against the Cowboys, the kind of like the direction you went against the Chiefs. I, bet, I think the Bills um, do pretty well against the Cowboys. And, um, excuse me, and um, the, uh, the, the Bills, too, if I got them losing two in a row, I think that they are going to come bring it all against the Cowboys and at home and at home. So I think that's, that's a thing too. They're playing at home. Then week 16 is an interesting one. Will the bills win the first ever game on Peacock, wherever the heck it is, uh, whatever network's got it, uh, <laughs> the Saturday game against the chargers. I have the chargers winning and what could be very well a shootout. Uh, I think the chargers play the bills pretty well. And again, going across country, like, um, like, you know, going to LA is almost, I don't want to say the same as going to London, but you know, it's not, it's not super far off, you know, you're flying a couple hours and a plane, the other, the other part of the country. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, this is, this is, a, I don't want to say trap game, but I think that this game week 16 is going to be, I think it's got sh- shootout written all over it. Um, we'll see what happens by the time we get to week 16. And I, I kind of already teased this earlier, so I'm just going to roll through, if you don't mind, Ryan, with weeks 17 and 18. I have roll. the Bills finishing with two wins because, um, yeah, I just think by the time you get to a, a 10-5 and five record after week 16 loss to the Chargers, I'm, I'm thinking the Bills are looking at the Patriots and going, well, all right, we could we – could, we can knock them out of the playoffs right now if, they, if they're still in it by week 17. And they will. And and the, and the uh, Dolphins week eighteen. We'll see how the weather is going to be. Like I mentioned in Miami, it seems like at this time of the year it could be any time. It could be you know a fall day in Buffalo, seemingly in Miami, or it could be still a scorcher. So you never know anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I still see something to for sure play for in week eighteen, and I think that's the Bills. And I, I know it sounds crazy, Bills five and one in the division probably, but uh, yeah, I got the Bills faring pretty well in the AFC East. Um, all things considered, still, even with all the uh, you know hoopla going around, 
mainly with the Jets, but of course the the Dolphins too. I just think the Bills are going to have something to play for in this Week 18 game, and it was it was close to pick the Dolphins in this one, to be honest with you, because um, they're going to. I think they'll probably have something to play for too. But uh, yeah, time to tell. Time time will tell, and uh, that gives me the Bills at a. 12 and five record and I cash in on my over bet at 10 and a half. <laughs> there it is. So you're over the 10 and a half. You got them at 12 wins. Uh, so yeah, the Dolphins game at the end is one that I'm going back and forth on. Uh, so for me, I have after this Kansas City win, I have them beating Dallas. I have them beating the Chargers and I have them beating uh, the Patriots. Uh, the Chargers, I'm just not sold on that team. You know, their coach and uh, I just don't know. I the coach will do something stupid. He'll go for like every fourth down or something and freak out because he's playing the Bills, Nick, and just do something weird. Brandon Staley, is that his name? Uh, yep. He's just he's just a weirdo. Um, so I, I think they'll have a coaching advantage <laughs> coach in that weird. game. Yeah, Bills he, will beat him. <laughs> yeah, the coach is too weird to beat the Bills. Uh, so I think the Bills go on a little bit of a streak. And then you get to that week 18, against, week 18 game against Miami. And, and I'm, you know, I'm stumped here, right? If they beat Miami, I have them at 12 and 5 as well. Then you're four and two against the division. I think that's a that's a good number in in on my predictions. Uh, I have to wonder: Is Tua still going to be healthy at this point? Right, he's battled concussions. Is he still going to be standing by yeah. week eighteen? That's that's a fair point. Is Mike White the you know the backup quarterback they picked up? Is he going to be stepping in by then? Maybe you, you never know. I think all things being equal, I can't get over the like the late season game in Miami. I always think that one's just tough. You know what I mean? That, that one's scary yep. to me. And, See, and that's the Patriot coming out. In it is. It is because the Patriots always <laughs> for me, lose. It's the Bills losing there for you. It's losing in Miami. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and also as a Patriots fan, the Patriots always lose those warm weather games yep. in Miami late in the year. It just, even with Tom Brady, it just, it was just like, it, it happened. And then I know the game against Miami was early. I think it was week three last year where Josh Allen's like ripping his helmet off, sweat dripping down his face. Like he's like, he was like, I don't know, he was embracing yeah. people on the field. He could barely get off the field because he was so exhausted after that game against Miami. That was in September, September 25th last year. Uh, yeah. It'll be different yeah. in January. But the warm weather, it's a shock to the system. Miami's used to it. So that one could be tough. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of going back and forth on that one. I want to say loss and have them at 11 and 6. But I could also see them sweeping those four and getting the 12 and 5. Uh, suffice to say, Nick, we got them over 10 and a half. We got them over 10 and a half. But not an easy road, right? It's not an easy road to get over ten and a half. But I think, I think I'm pretty confident, like locking in a bet on the Bills, like a futures bet on the over under. I think ten and a half, it feels like a good number for the Bills. Like there's some winnable games in the first ten if they can get hot late in the year, especially in those final four and make a run. I could see them easily getting over that ten and a half, and I think it, it could be worth cashing. But again, if they struggle at all coming out of the gate. I think that bet's screwed. So, but I think my gut tells me to go over the ten and a half. Yeah, it's it's a tougher schedule for the Bills this year for sure. I got them at twelve and five, so I got them going over. But to be fair, the Bills went over ten and a half games last season when they played one less game as well, because that Bengals game did not count. Good point. So they played one less game and still cleared ten and a half. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, and I think uh, yeah, I think three, that they're easily. primed to do it again. Yeah, there were thirteen wins right Sorry, last year. Thirteen wins, yeah, so yeah, they easily yeah. did it. So thirteen. Thirteen wins and, and one less swing at the crack at the uh, at the uh, at the final record there, if you will, to to, to get over the ten and a half uh, bump, and they did it. And uh, yeah, I think I think you know um, I think a tons being made of Aaron Rodgers, and I think for good reason. Um, I think it just you know a those things don't always work out as perfectly as you think. And I'm, I'm looking 
I'm looking around at who he's throwing it to. And I'm like, what are you, why were you, what? <laughs> I just don't get it. Uh, you know, the, he's going to be better. But uh, again, I just think he's brought so many of his boys over that he was just complaining about it. I guess it's the craziest thing to me, <laughs> to be honest, that that's happening in New York. But again, they should have a, as long as they get that Quinn and Williams situation figured out, their defense is going to be stout again. They're going to be good. But I think it's going to take time for them to kind of get get rolling. And I think that's going to play into the Bills' hands, I guess, in terms of closing out the division. Um, <clears throat> again, Dolphins, you can kind of almost rinse and repeat, right? Like what's going to happen with the quarterback there? Uh, the defense is still pretty good. And, uh, you know, I even think the, the Patriots are, are going to be better than people think just again because i just i just laugh thinking why man picture she was ever calling plays last year <laughs> like i don't know what they were doing with that so they're i guess think they're going to be better too but all in all i think the bills are yeah i mean th- this team i don't know what it is i don't know what this guy says but sean mcdermott can make his guys feel like underdogs no matter what they just won their third straight afc's title and he's gonna have them thinking they're underdogs that's why i got him going five and one in the division and that's why i got him going at uh, 12 and five which again 12, 12 wins, that's no easy feat in the NFL. Uh, we got a couple games sprinkled in there. That's how did they lose a couple games sprinkled in where I'm like, well, I don't know. The second Jets game is going to be tough. But, yeah, you know, that's maybe one of those ones that how did the Bills win? So, sure. yeah, all in all, 12 and 5, tougher schedule. Bills primed, I think, for another postseason run. And uh, we'll see how much of the AFC has to go through Buffalo because uh, that was um, – you know, that, that that's going to be quite the storyline, too, I think, at this time of the year. Week 18, a uh, lot to play for, I think, uh, with the uh, with the Dolphins game looming, whether two is there or not, to your point. And, uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be going to be a fun season, I think. And I think we're going to enjoy a good amount of Bills wins, Ryan. And I'm going to say over ten and a half at least. Yeah, I'm at feeling least for my wallet. I'm, feel, I'm feeling it, too. I'm, I'm going to lock it in here as we stop recording. Um, here in a few moments, uh, I think twelve and five. It's it's a good number. I'm feeling pretty good about that prediction. You know, you know, given that it's mid May right now, right, and we haven't seen any football yet. Uh, I think it's a good number because last year, to your point, thirteen wins in sixteen games. This year, we're predicting twelve wins in seventeen games, and I think that's fair. I think the Bills take a slight step back. They didn't make any huge moves in free agency, right? Uh, I think the teams around them got better, so. It makes sense to get, to knock them down a peg. You know, they're not going to suck. I think they're going to be in the playoffs. I think they're going to win a lot of games, like you just said. But to predict that they're going to be, you know, fourteen and three or something this year, I think is going a little overboard. You know what I mean? So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers is in the division now. The Patriots will be better. Will they be great? No, but they'll be better than last year because they have a competent play caller now. And why did why did the Patriots do that? Because Bill Belichick thinks Nick, any good coach can coach anything. So he thinks, oh yeah, no, yeah. you can call the plays. And he was dead wrong for that. To his credit, he got rid of Patricia. So, I mean, give him credit um, because he had to swallow his pride there and let Robert Kraft step in and and bring in Billy O'Brien. Like he had to swallow his pride because Belichick really believes that any coach, any good coach can coach anything. Um, And that's why Patricia was calling the plays last year. It, It blew up in their face. Uh, it, it probably yeah. was hilarious to to Bills fans, not the Patriots fans. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Just, <laughs> I, I not even. I guess they didn't understand the concept. The guy's been a defensive coordinator and defensive coach his entire career, and he's like, "No, go ahead." It was hilarious watching uh, Mac Jones like mother f uh, t- Matt Matt Patricia reading his lips coming off the field left and right, like just not holding back, just screaming at the guy. All the memes we had from Mac Jones being pissed. That was like that happened over and over and over. So that was uh, that was pretty fun. But yeah, I think twelve and five is a, is a good, solid prediction. It's not going, you know, too optimistic. It's not super negative. I think it's just right for for where we're standing here in May seventeenth. You mentioned the the 
playoff seeding for the Bills. You know me, Nick. I've been harping about them getting the one seed for the last couple of years. I say, we got to get the one seed. We got to get the one seed. I don't give a crap about the one seed this year. I really don't care yeah. about it. I'm not going to obsess over it. I'm not going to see where they are in terms of the Chiefs and the Bengals and, and all these other teams throughout the season. I'm not going to worry about it because I think all they need to do is win their division. You know what I mean? That's all I'm focused on. It, the schedule's tougher. They have some rough stretches they're going to have to navigate. I think if you can win the AFC East, that's a big accomplishment given that I think the Dolphins, Jets, and Patriots all improved. Uh, so win your division, get a home game in the first round, and then let's see what happens. It's kind of, we saw it last year. The Bills had two home playoff games against the Dolphins and the Bengals. They didn't really play good football in either of those games. So, I mean, at the end of the day, home or away in the playoffs, you just got to you got to show up. If you don't show up, you're going to get beat because you're playing the best teams, right? So you just got to go out there. And if it's your time, it's your time. If you can go on a run, you can go on a run. I'm not going to obsess over the one seed this year. I'm just saying don't lose four games in the first 10. You got to be at least seven and three. Um, mm-hmm. Make a run at the end to win the division. And then let's go from there. Uh, I'm, but yeah. I'm not obsessing over the one seed. I'm done. I'm retiring that take. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I think a lot of people are feeling that same way. Just especially after seeing how the AFC is really coming together, it just seems like uh, quarterbacks are allergic to being drafted to the NFC now. <laughs> but are uh, up good unless you're Jalen Hurts. Even he was a second round pick too. So I, I don't know if he, every top quarterback's going to the AFC, and um, it's going to make for quite the season. Quite the season uh, coming up for the Bills, I think, and uh, should be fun. Should be fun. A lot of. You can't say that the uh, the Bills won't be a, a, a tested team by the time the playoffs come around. I'll tell you that much. There, This is a tough schedule. It's going to be fun. A lot of good games. We'll have a lot to talk about this year, Nick. I think it's year four for us coming up. Year four for the Bills Wire podcast. Can you believe that? Goodness. Dang. Okay. Oof, That's awesome. Boy, That's I talk awesome. to you more than I talk to most of my family members. Uh, throughout the year <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's great <laughs> yeah it's great uh we're just uh we've never met in person but we've been doing this for four years together so we might have yeah. to change that man we have to change it we have to meet in buffalo someday yeah um, yeah for sure man for uh, sure it's uh it's been quite the ride and hopefully we get uh get get some more wins to talk about this season and we're gonna take a little bit of a hiatus here because uh you know as i've said off the air this is teacher time for me uh you know, teachers get summers off. We don't get summers off again. As I said at the top, please keep coming to Bill's Wire. We're going to have everything there for you that we can think of over the next month or two. But uh, as the nature of the beast, uh, we get to chill out for a bit. And uh, even us, even us writers deserve a little bit of time off. And uh, my wrist can stop hurting anytime now from typing too much of Bill's Wire. But it's always worth it uh, to get on Bill's Wire with the with the content and, of course, with the podcast. Always, uh, always a good time, Ryan. Yeah, well deserved break for you, Nick. You know, if people really want to grind on the, um, you know, the mini camps and stuff like that, you know, rookie mini camp and OTAs and that stuff. Yeah, you only get so much stuff out yeah. of that, you know. Yeah, seriously. If people really want to grind on that stuff, check Bill's Wire. You know, that's that's where you can find the yes. latest. Uh, but you know, when we start playing football again, when we get into the meat of training camp, Nick and I will be back to uh, to talk football then. But Nick, I hope you uh, enjoy some downtime, man. This is when the NFL kind of goes into a little bit of a slumber. Uh, and, uh, you know, we can, I guess we can enjoy the NBA playoffs a little bit here. If you're still, you know, if you want to root for the Celtics, I, I know, or are you still sad about the Knicks? Yeah, yeah. I'm still, I'm still just subject. focused on the Buffalo Sabres yeah. and their eyes up, you know, <laughs> there you that's go. where we're at. <laughs> I'm glad you just didn't bring up the Boston Bruins once during this show. So I'm, I'm proud yeah, of you for that. I, yeah, I didn't need to. You're no, hurt enough. I can no. hear it in your voice. <laughs> yes, that was, uh, that was painful. So. All right. So for Nick Wotan, I'm Ryan O'Leary. We enjoy uh, doing the show. We enjoy you uh, joining joining us as well each week. We appreciate it. And we'll be back later this offseason as we get into year four of the pod. Looking forward to it. We'll catch you sometime in August. Go, 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 go.
This USA Today Sports Podcast has been presented by USA Today's Sports Media Group and is available in your favorite podcast store. Make sure to subscribe for weekly updates, the latest fantasy picks from Corey Bonini, and the Huddle Podcast, Inside the Weekly Line, with Sportsbook Wire's Jeff Clark and Eston McLaren, and the Bet Slippin' Podcast. We'll see you again next week.